Welcome back, welcome back. This is Hotel's Diary of a Single Black Woman. And if you're new here, my name is Tiara. And if you don't, follow all of my social media pages. It is Tiara Shantae. That's T-E-A-R-A-C-H-A-N-T-E. And for those of y'all that are watching this on YouTube, welcome to my YouTube channel. So I'm so excited to be relaunching this. Those of y'all that's been riding with me for a little while, y'all know this is my second time launching this YouTube channel. So we're going to see how it goes. Hopefully... Hopefully this goes a little bit better than the last time, but I did this whole backdrop by myself. I did the wallpaper and I spray painted the frames. I got them from Value Village's thrift store here in Charlotte. I don't know if y'all are into thrifting, but it just might be my new thing. So I got such a high when I was thrifting just because it's like you can find really good pieces for a discounted price and then you can just kind of make it your own. So... I got all of these frames, like I said, and then I also got this desk, table, whatever it is. Anyway, I got it from Value Village, and I spray painted it, and it looks really good in here. So, I'm super excited about it. Um, I'm going to be using this channel to post my podcast, also to post any type of videos that y'all request. So, if y'all want to see a get ready with me type of video, just let me know in the comments. Whatever y'all want to see, we're going to get it done. So let's jump right into this episode. So I know the last podcast, I just ended on like the topic of domestic violence. And I don't know if anybody has watched the show Made on Netflix, but if you haven't, you should definitely look at it because it's a really, really good series. I boohooed the last three or four episodes, whatever episode. So if you haven't watched it, pause, fast forward like 30 seconds, then come back. The episode where she was in that black hole and the lady was knocking at the door trying to get her whereabouts, I guess. She was asking her boyfriend, like, you know, where is she at? You know, she used to clean my house, blah, blah, blah. And she just could not get up. She was just sitting there in that black hole. Y'all, I broke down crying. I mean, crying like a baby. Just because I felt like that for months of my life. And it was just... It was not a good feeling, honestly. And so, the show is basically about a lady who is in an abusive relationship more of it most of it is like um mental abuse more so than physical abuse but i feel like that's something that's not spoken about as much as it should like mental and verbal abuse is just as harmful as physical of course like maybe i shouldn't say just as harmful but it still has a long-term effects, just like physical abuse can so I know a lot of people that that's gone through that. I have definitely gone through mental and verbal abuse myself to the point that, you know, it, it fucked with me for a long time. Like it messed with my mental for a while to the point that, you know, I just, I couldn't look at myself for months. I went through at least three months of not being able to look in the mirror myself. Whenever I would go to the bathroom and brush my teeth, I would turn my back to the mirror so I wouldn't have to look at myself. Whenever I would take a shower, I would face my back to the mirror so I wouldn't have to look at myself. I was just so disgusting it was because i was with a person that just beat me down mentally for years and it started off as like jokes right so he started off kind of joking about certain things about me and then the jokes became more frequent and then it became a little more serious and i started to realize like oh he really means this because when it first started happening i was like what is he talking about i don't see what he's talking about he made mention of a lot of things and i just was like what but then once he continued to say those things, I was like, oh, he really feels this way. And so then it made me start to look at myself a little bit differently, which was weird to me because I've never been one to be insecure about my outside appearance. I've just, I've never had that problem until I started dating that person. And then I was like, 
But dang, if he don't find me attractive, I don't know if anybody else does either. And it changed the way that I looked at myself to the point that I was not on social media like that. I wasn't taking pictures or whatever. So it definitely messed with me for a long time. And it's I'm just getting to the point where I feel confident again. And, you know, certain stuff like that doesn't bother me. You get what I'm saying? It, I've accepted all of my flaws. And I think once you accept yourself, flaws and all, Nobody can come in and make you feel any type of way about yourself. You get what I mean? If you know someone that's in a situation like that, you should do all that you can to help them leave that situation. And to anybody out there that's going through mental or physical abuse, just know that that is not the end-all be-all. That person is not the end-all be-all. If they don't feel that you're attractive, you're not smart, or whatever the case is, there is somebody else out there that is going to think you're amazing. Don't feel like you have to stay in something like that just because you have time invested or you may have kids or whatever the case is. Because, listen, it's men out there that will love you flaws and all. Believe me. So, I'm just going to say that. And then also, I feel like even with physical abuse, most of it starts mental first. Like, I was watching the conversation between Taraji P. Henson and um, Angela Simmons, and they were talking about, their uh, their stories with physical and mental abuse and the both of them pretty much said it does start off mental and i feel like that's done strategically like a, an abuser knows that they have to break you down mentally first and then they start with the physical because before i got into my abusive relationship i was never one that i didn't see that growing up first of all i did not see that growing up um and i always would say if a man ever put his hands on me I'm beating his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm throwing hot water on him. I'm doing this, da, 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 But then when you're in it and you go through something like that, especially if you've been broken down mentally first, when that happens, you can't even think to even want to do something. I, I couldn't. I can only speak for myself. I could not think to want to do something like that. And so um, it's rough. You know, I had a lot of people help me along the way. And you go through a period of just being embarrassed or at least I did. I went through a period of being embarrassed. Like people that, one of my good friends actually, her aunt helped me. I went through a situation and I told my friend about it. And my friend was like, you need to leave. You need to go to my aunt's house right now. She knows that you're coming. And I went to her aunt's house. I had a busted lip. Um, I had bruises on me. And this lady was so nice to me, and she didn't have to be that nice to me, but she offered to, you know, let me stay at her place, you know, until I got myself together. Like, she was, she went to the police station with me. She helped me out so much, and I'm very appreciative of that. But I remember, like, afterwards, like, after I left her house, just being so embarrassed that anybody had seen me like that. I didn't want to, I didn't want anyone to see me like that. And I don't feel that I kept in contact with her and I probably should have, but I didn't out of embarrassment. And I just saw her um, not too long ago, actually. And I remember the lead up to her, like me seeing her again, I was just like, oh God, you know, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed, you know, because the last time she saw me, I was in a police station, bruised up with my lips busted and crying hysterically. And this lady just helped me out so much. And so it's just something that will probably always bother me even watching a movie if I watch a movie that has any type of violence in it it'll give me a flashback or if I see a man 
talking down to a woman, it'll give me a flashback. So stuff like that still bothers me to this day. So yeah, that's just that on that. I feel like, again, if you know someone that's going through a situation like that, you should definitely do all that you can to help them get out of it. If you are someone that's going through a situation like that, you should do everything that you can to get out of it. Because I don't think in a situation like that, it's going to get better. And I think sometimes we stay with people and we're like, oh, you know, like I can help them out. You know, I can help them through this rough patch that they're having. You can't. In order for a person to change, they have to be willing to change. And if they don't see anything wrong with their actions, they're not going to be willing to change. And um, this is not to bash anyone. That's why I do not give specifics because I don't want this to even, like, hint at who, who it was. This is just to educate and to inform and to let other people know that things like this do happen. But there is ways to get out of it. It is not the end all be all. So I'll just say that and we'll move on to the next topic. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I think last week or the week before last, I did put up a question just asking other women, what are things that women do to get a man's attention? And so I had a lot of really good responses from it. If I can find my phone, I will read it to you. Here's my phone. So one person said that <laughs> one person said I stand at the bar and wait for him to come and approach me. Just a vibe. I'm that guy. <laughs> I would because I don't really like approaching men. So I probably would do something like that where I just would stand at a bar and wait for him to notice me. I just I don't know. I like to be chased. I really do. Like I love the chase actually. Somebody else said throw that booty back. So if you're staying at a man's house and in your mind you want to do the deed and he's not making a move, I feel like a good way for you to know if he's interested is to just kind of like scoot it back on him just a little bit. And then that opens the door for him to move how he want to move. Now, if he don't bite the bait, he might be a really good. It depends. So let me just say this. It depends on how long y'all have been talking, what type of guy he is and all that, because this is the thing now. We done been talking for, you know, a month and a half, two months, and I stay the night with you, and I'm trying to, like, toot it back on you a little bit, and you ain't making no moves. What are we doing? What are we doing, sir? I'm trying. I'm ready to test drive this car, okay? I don't want to buy it. Just I can't buy the car if I don't test drive it first. I got to test drive this bad boy. See what you about. So I know if I need to commit or not, because if I commit first, and then you ain't about nothing, then I ain't committed for no reason. Mm -mm, I'm not with that. So the other person said, add him to my close friends. He's the only one there. So you know what's interesting about this? I actually read that on TikTok. Well, I saw that on TikTok. This lady was like, if you're trying to get somebody's attention, you should create a close friends and add them to your close friends and just post stuff that will draw their attention. So for example, if you are interested in someone that works out a lot, you should probably post a lot of workout videos to get their attention because that will show them that you guys have similar interests. Or if you are trying to get someone's attention who travels a lot, you should post things about traveling that'll get their attention. Maybe a place that they visit just recently. I have added someone to my close friends, but he wasn't the only one there. And I also wasn't posting things that would just grab his attention. I just was posting things that I usually would post as on my close friends and I'm like, if he responds, he responds. If he don't, he don't. But he did respond. So it worked. <laughs> and then somebody else said, mistakenly sent him a new to his snap and said that I didn't mean to. See, this is the thing about sending nudes. 
if I'm going to send somebody a new, we need to have already established some form of trust for each other. I need to know that my news is not going to be spread all over the place. So I don't know if I would just send a crush, like my crush, just a random nude. Just because I, I don't know. I mean, yes, on Snapchat, you could tell if they screenshot. But people got two and three phones these days. So you think you're sending it on Snapchat because it's safe, right? And then the next thing you know, they done screenshot it with their other phone. The whole phone is what they call it. Um, they just screenshot it on the whole phone and now it's floating around. You know what I mean? I don't even play like that these days. So I definitely think there's ways to get around getting a guy's attention. And I think there's ways that you can kind of manipulate those situations to get a man's attention. Y'all just got to be creative these days. I don't know, but I'm not really good at stuff like that. I'm just really not. I don't know what it is with me. I'm just not the best at that. So... Y'all know, I see a lot of things on social media all the time. And one thing that kind of grabbed my attention was this whole conversation about red flags. Everybody wanted to talk about red flags. And I screenshot a few that I found to be interesting. So I'm going to read them off to you and just react, right? So one of them says, <laughs> he breathes, red flag. Okay. When he wants to move too quickly in a relationship and seems too good to be true. So let me tell you, I've had this done to me and it was definitely too good to be true. And now I don't even play those games anymore because I just feel like there should be no rush. Like, granted, you shouldn't be talking to someone for a year, like six months to a year and y'all aren't in a relationship yet. But two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. I don't know. I it. I'm not the type of person that can jump into relationships quickly like that. I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm weird. But I feel like I need to see this person when they mad. I need to see this person when they sad. I need to see this person when they broke. I need to see this person when they ain't got, when they not getting what they want. I need to see this person when they travel. I need to see this person in different elements to be able to determine if this is somebody that I want to commit to. Opposed to, oh, we done been talking heavy for two weeks. You showing me the representative pretty much because that's what you get at the beginning you get the best version of them and now i didn't commit to you and then three months later i found out you a damn psychopath i ain't with that red flag this thing says first date red flags doesn't have a plan just wings it. i don't like that because i like a man with a plan it's just something sexy about a man that's like listen i got reservations tonight at eight o'clock be ready <laughs> okay you got it i'll be ready at 759 Cause I'm gonna show up late now. If I ain't gonna do nothing else, I'm gonna show up late. Um, it says shows up late and acts casual about it. I can't really say much about that because I'm definitely gonna show up late and I'm for sure gonna act very casual about it. Um, continually checks phone. I don't know if that's a red flag. What I see as a red flag is if a man has their phone turned down the whole time or if they have a privacy screen. I don't like that. Now, if I see a privacy screen, it's, I'm going to just go ahead and head out. Or at that point, I'm just there for the food. You know what I mean? Because why your phone turned down? Why I can't see you calling? And why you got that privacy screen? What you trying to hide? I don't like that. I don't like that. Tells you God told them you're, the, you're their future wife slash husband. I don't play like that no more um talks badly about their ex so i try to not make my past relationships a topic of conversation if i can help it and even if somebody asks me like what happened i might be like 
yeah, I try to not make that a topic of conversation topic of conversation, but we're no longer together. I'll give I try to give a very vague answer if I can. Just especially if it ended bad. If it ended badly and you tell a person, Oh, this is what happened, blah 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 I feel like they're like, Oh, you know, she put up with this in her past relationship, so she will probably put up with this from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not about to tell you that. We broke up because we were both look, this is gonna be my answer from now on. And I just started using this one. We broke up because we're two good people that just weren't meant to be together. Period. Leave it at that. You're not talking bad about the person. You're not talking bad. You're not playing the victim or anything. We're two good people that just weren't meant to be together. Done. Moving along. When he asked you to send him a picture on the first text instead of asking how your day is going. I don't like nobody to ask me to send him a picture. And if somebody do ask me to send him a picture, I just be like, go to my Instagram and take a screenshot. And this one man was like, I wanted to come from you. Okay, so if you want to play fool, I'm going to play fool too. So I went in my page, screenshot and sent it to him. Let's not play these games. Moving along. Ooh, this next one say, my bro love you on God. I ain't never seen him act this way about a girl. That's it. That's all. Let me tell you something. I ain't trying to hear nobody friend tell me that. I ain't trying to hear nobody family tell me that. Nothing, okay? Because... <laughs> I'm going to take that as my cue to leave. If somebody, if somebody tell me that, I'm going to take that as my cue to go ahead and head out. Because let's not play these games. Let's not play these games. Okay? Let's not play these games. Let's just not. Let's save everybody the trouble and let's just not even play these games. Oh, somebody else said, I'm going to get you pregnant. You think that's what people want to hear? It seems very much like a threat. <sighs> I love kids, and I hope to one day have kids. But I don't. If I'm, if I'm trying to get my life, I'm not trying to hear the next man tell me I'm gonna get you pregnant. That's not a turn on. <laughs> that is not a turn on. His crack showing when he get out the car. First of all, listen. That is for sure a red flag. If I'm in the car with somebody and they get out and they butt crack is showing, I'm immediately turned off because, I don't know, I'm just so weird. I do not like seeing a man's ass, period. I just don't like that. I guess in my mind, I just want to think they kind of like a Disney character and they just smooth back there. Opposed to, like, just seeing their ass crack. Like, that's so weird. Even when... You know, like you do the shebang, right? You get your life and then a man get up to go to the bathroom. I'm not looking. I'm looking away because I don't want to see that because I'm going to be turned off. Let me see you one more time and I'll leave you alone for good. I don't even play like <laughs> I don't even play like that no more. There is no see me one more time. Mm -mm, no. That's it with the red flag. It's time for me to go to bed, honestly. Um, this is my third time recording this podcast. Just because I had to get the lighting right. It's a lot trying to record on camera. And then also I'm trying to watch and make sure it's recording the audio on my computer. So I just wanted to make sure everything was perfect for y'all. I know I said I was going to drop it on Wednesday. Clearly it didn't drop on Wednesday and I do apologize. I'm going to try to stay consistent though. Um, but yeah, write in. Send me your listener letters. The podcast email is hotelspodcast at gmail.com. So make sure you send me your listener letters. Also, um, next week's episode is about to be lit. Halloween weekend is coming up. I don't know what I'm going to be just yet. I think I might be something from The Purge. 
Um, I want it to be a skeleton, but I didn't order my costume yet. I'm real last minute. It's the 27th, so at this point, I don't think I'm going to be able to order anything and it be here in time. So, it's looking a lot like the purge, you know, put on an oversized white shirt, some sexy underneath with a mask, and we're just going to see what Uptown Charlotte is giving.